Welcome to Bucky Landon, population 1,349 and a half. It's an odd little backwater in a lower, slower corner of the tiny state of Delaware, mostly known for being not too far from someplace you'd rather be. I'm Virgil Slatter. Me and my partner, Harmon Truesdale, own the Mucky Landing Market, Diner, and Hardware Emporium at the corner of St. Jones and Broad. If you were trying to get to that crab house where all the NASCAR drivers go after a race at Dover Downs, and you end up here instead, that's how most folks find Mucky Landing, unless they were born here. You be sure to stop by and say hi. If it's Friday, be sure to pick up a piping hot bag of Harmon's slow-roasted bologna buns. Don't forget the cheese whiz. Bucky Landon, sort of a podcast, season one, episode five, The Shoplifting. Stay tuned at the end of this episode to hear about our big Mucky Landing first anniversary giveaway. Hey, Verge. I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning thinking about our top secret mission tonight and couldn't get back to sleep. So finally, I just got up and made coffee and put on my spy outfit. But then I remembered it's a work day, and we're not going to the art gallery until after dark tonight. And I didn't want everybody who came into the store today to see me in my disguise. So I changed back into my regular clothes, and after that, I drank a couple more pots of coffee and gathered supplies and thought about strategy and the plan and stuff and practiced running and falling down and rolling and jumping back up again. Then I put my hat on, my little woolly uh, spy hat, and I thought, no, nah, it's not me. I turned it around backwards, and it just looked the same. So, uh, but then I started jumping up and down and back again. And only my living room's pretty small, so I mostly just rolled off the hassock into the coffee table and used that to pull myself up. I also did some karate moves and shit. And then I noticed the time. Sorry, I'm late, Verge. Harmon, holy shit. Would you slow it down a notch there? Yeah, I know. I'm just a little wired. I'm just really pumped up about this mission tonight, and I maybe had a little too much coffee. You think? Virgil, this mission is going to be so cool. We haven't done anything like this since we were kids and used to break into Ms. Gooch's Sunday school room and write dirty words on the blackboard. Herman, let's get something straight. This is not going to be cool. I can't tell you how many ways I am not happy about having to break into the Fuzzy Dyke Gallery to get back a painting of you and Mildred playing hide the pickle. Yeah, I get that, Verge, but we... You know that everybody in town has heard that Mildred's been painting porn, and they're all making plans to go to the gallery opening tomorrow night to see it. I know that, but if If they find out that you're one of the stars of the show, there will be a never-ending picket line of lady prayer warriors out in front of this store, annoying the shit out of the customers and scaring the tourists. I see your point, Verge, but... And if you think that wearing a face mask is bad, you're definitely not gonna enjoy wearing a bag over your head for the next five years to keep people from recognizing you. Now, let's just get through this day and worry about that painting when the time comes. Yeah, okay, you're, you're right, Virgil. Good. I'm glad we understand each other. Now I got work to do, and so do you. Yeah, I guess. So I'm going to head on back to the kitchen. By the way, you might want to do a stock check on the Homeland Security and canned pork products aisle after you get done with whatever you got to do back there. I noticed yesterday it looks like we're running low on some stuff. Sure thing, Verge. I'll take care of it right after I start the coffee and grab some bologna buns from the freezer. Hey, Verge, before I go, check out this stealth karate move. Ha! Hiya! Oh, okay, I guess I need a little more practice. Clean up on Isle Harmon. Yeah, yeah, I'll get the broom.
Okay, let's see. Pepper spray, check. Stun guns, check. Weight loser, skinny girl, pork butt, right there. Tasers, check. Zombie spray. Well, that's new. Oh, Virgil must have bought it off Dickie Butts last week. What's this stuff do anyway? Oh, Dead Zone Zombie Spray immobilizes attackers with a special blend of 19 all-natural herbal extracts and our own Class 2 nerve agent formula. Huh, don't be caught dead without Dead Zone. Keep away from children and pets. Cool. Wonder if this stuff really works. Hey, Aloysius, come here, boy. Yeah, well, fuck you too, dog. Okay, looks like we're good on Zonk's Hamalicious imitation spam, so that's it. Oh, wait a minute. The Scrappy Time Scrapple Whip should be right here next to the Skinny Girl Pork Butt. And it's not. Scrappy Time, Scrappy Time. Not here. That's weird. Nobody ever buys that shit. Maybe Virgil threw it out. So I just need to bring out some cans of Little Demon's Deviled Ham for the back storage area and ask Virgil about the Scrappy Time. Hey, Virgil. What you need, Harmon? Well, I just finished checking the Homeland Security and pork products aisle. We're only running low on a couple things, but one of them's kind of weird. You talking about the Shooter's Choice Ladies' Braziers? My mama asked me to get those in. No, it's that Scrappy Time Scrapple Whip that Dickie Butt sold us. Oh, yeah, that stuff's not to everyone's taste. It's not to anyone's taste. Nobody ever buys that shit. Yeah, I know. That stuff's probably close to its expiration date anyway. Might as well go ahead and throw out any cans we still got on the shelf and use the space for something else. No can do, Verge. Why not? Because it's all gone. That's ridiculous, Harmon. It can't be gone. Nobody ever buys that shit. That's what I'm saying, Verge. It's weird. I restocked the Oinkers Pork Cheek Cash on the top shelf just last week, and all six cans of Scrapple Whip were sitting right there underneath, same as they've been for the last two years. Well, I sure as hell haven't rung up six cans of Scrapple Whip for anybody since last week. Well, then somebody came along and magicked them out of here, because they sure ain't sitting on the shelf anymore. Are you sure? Uh, maybe they just got moved. I just went down that whole aisle and checked everything. I thought maybe you finally threw them out. No. Huh. No, there's no way they just disappeared. Exactly, Virgil. Somebody must have come along and took them. You know what that means, Virgil? I think we got us a shoplifter. Oh, don't be ridiculous, Harmon. Who in their right mind would steal half a dozen cans of Scrapple Whip? Okay, so we got us a crazy shoplifter. That's even worse than your regular everyday shoplifter. What are we going to do, Verge? Shit. Probably better check the store and make sure nothing else is missing. You go check the guns, ammo, and hardware sections, and I'll check the grocery aisles. Cool. Give me the keys to the explosives and demolitions case. Oh, right. I forgot I took your key away after the Dicky Butts incident. I hate that guy. I know, but Chief Chief made it pretty clear that you're not allowed anywhere near anything that goes boom for at least a year. I'll check the guns, ammo, and hardware. You do the groceries. Shit. I never get to have any fun.
All done. See anything missing back there? No, but I found this 1972 Playboy magazine and something that's either a lumpy old baseball or somebody's used chewing gum collection. Yuck. Finders keepers on the Playboy. All yours. I've read it. Ooh, look. The history of lingerie. That sounds educational. Can I see that? Hey! It's staying right here under the counter until closing time. You gotta lighten up, Virgil. Just saying. So you see anything missing from the hardware and ammo aisles? Nope. Looks like the only thing that's gone is the scrappy time. You know, Virgil, we got some valuable stuff in here. We just can't have shoplifters waltzing in here and stealing as blind. I'd hardly call taking six cans of Scrapple Whip stealing as blind, Harmon. Well, how do you know the Scrapple Whip wasn't just a test? A test? Yeah, maybe they stole those cans of Scrapple Whip just to see if they could get away with it. Ooh, you know what? I bet it was two people working as a team. A team of Scrapple Snatchers. Right. Right. Uh, that's probably how they pulled off the heist so easily. Pulled off the heist? Yeah, like maybe one of them asked you for help at the mail counter or back in the hardware section. And while you were back there helping the first thief, the second thief came in and pinched the goods. Have any strangers been in here since last week? Well, of course strangers have been in here. People get lost and come in here looking for directions all the time. Lately, it's mostly been tourists looking for Joe Biden's house. Well, there you go. Maybe some criminal types from New York or someplace came through here looking for their next caper, and they stopped and cased the joint. They could be dangerous if they're packing heat. Why are you talking like Edwin B. Robinson? Who's that? Edwin B. Robinson, that, that actor in all those old gangster movies. You know, you dirty rat. Oh, G. Don't get sarcastic with me. I'm not. It's Edward G. Robinson. Whatever. Look, more than likely, our dangerous criminals were probably some school kids playing a prank or shoplifting on a dare. Yeah, we just need to be on the lookout for them and turn them over to their mamas if they try it again. I guess. Even if we don't catch them, they'll get their comeuppance if they ever open one of those cans. Stuff looks like a pile of wet crap and smells about the same. Figures, since it came from Dickie Butts. Man, I hate that guy. Give it a rest, Harmon. Well, I'm not sure it was just kids, Verge. I'm going to keep a real close eye on everybody who comes in here. I hate a thief almost as much as I hate Dickie Butts. Almost. Hey, good morning, Luke. Morning. And Uncle Yoder, too. How are you, sir? Hey there, Luke. Uncle Yoder. You're out bright and early today. How's Ms. Yoder and all the little Yoders, Luke? Everybody doing okay? Yep. Nine now. Morning. Was that Uncle Yoder? Morning. Yes, good morning to you, too, Uncle Yoder. So, Luke, nine little Yoders now. You know, I could have sworn you told me not too long ago you had seven kids. Twins yesterday morning. Twins, huh? Well, congratulations there. Yeah, congratulations, Yoder. Twins. Yeah, we got that, Uncle Yoder. You got a new pair of little Yoders at your house. Morning. Yeah, yesterday morning. Uh, we heard that, too. Didn't know Ms. Yoder was in the family way again. Didn't you just have another kid last spring? Damn, Luke. Stop chasing the poor woman around the barn and let her catch her breath for a minute. Harmon? The Amish believe in being fruitful and multiplying, like it says in the Bible. You know that. Fruit. What's that, Uncle Yoder? Fruit. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, fruit, like in fruitful, full of fruit. Lots of fruit. It's a wonder you Amish ever get any work done between all that fruit fulfilling and multiplying. Morning. Oh, we're back to that. Yes, morning. Got it. No need to keep repeating it, Uncle Yoder. I think everybody's gotten the message by now. 
It's not a secret anymore. Bullshit. Oh, there goes the neighborhood. Well, another bundle of joy in the Yoder household. That's your second set of twins, isn't it? Third. Bullshit. Oh, looks like Uncle Yoder's stuck in bullshit mode again. Morning. Or not. Make up your mind, would you? Well, Luke, you and the missus certainly have been fruitful for a pair of young folks. Fruit? Bought 50 acres last summer. Gonna need the help. I guess that's what you call Amish family planting right there. Bullshit. I'm with you on that one, Uncle Yoder. So, Luke, you buying or selling today? Buying. Need some varmint loads. Bullshit. Rabbit or squirrel? Rabbit. Oldest is six now. Big enough to help out putting food on the table. Go on back to the guns and ammo counter. I need to talk to Harmon real quick. I'll meet you back there in a minute. Harmon, after I finish with Luke, I need to make a run to the bank. Can you hold down the fort for a while? Sure. I don't need to get started on today's special for the lunch crowd for another hour or so. Thanks. I won't be long. I need to stay here and keep an eye on Uncle Yoder anyway. Make sure he doesn't accidentally run out the door and get run over. Or walk out with his pockets full of cat food or something. Wait, this ought to keep him out of trouble. Hey, Uncle Yoder, I got something to show you. It's the July 1972 issue of Playboy magazine. Check it out. Nope. Read it. Bullshit. Hey, Harmon, what's up? Why'd you call me, Harmon? Is something on fire? I could drive the fire truck sometimes, you know. So just let me know if there's a fire or anything you want me to put out, and I'll run back to the station and see if they'll let me have the fire truck. Uh, hey there, Buck. No, there's no fire. Is it a kitty stuck up in a tree? I climb really good, and I'm not even scared. When they crank me up on that ladder, only sometimes they crank me up too fast, and I hit my head on the branches. But that's okay. It makes everybody laugh, even me. And it doesn't hurt at all. My mom told me that she knew I was hard-headed when the doctor dropped me on my head right after I got born, and I just gave him a dirty look and peed in his face when he picked me back up. But no, there's no cats involved here. And you know what's funny? Most of the time, the kitty gets down all by itself without me ever having seen it. All the guys just start shouting and pointing at where it ran off to when it happens. Buck, would you just stop for, for just For some a- reason, Chief Bunny always gets real mad when we get back to that firehouse without a kitty. She really likes kitties, I guess. She always talks about how disappointed she is in everybody when we don't rescue the kitty. Except she always tells me I did a real good job. So I always kind of like it when we get a kitty rescue call. Which happens about once a week, I guess. We sure got a bunch of dumb kitties in this town. You know, Buck, that's not really... You know what? You need to stop hanging around with some of those assholes at the firehouse. Tell you what, how'd you like to hang out with me today? Oh, cool. Can I help in the kitchen? I can make the grilled cheese sandwiches. I'm really good at grilled cheese. Yeah, actually, Buck, I got something else in mind. We've had some stuff disappear around here lately. Uh Uh-huh. You mean like going invisible? Actually, what I mean is... You know, that's kind of cool, your stuff turning invisible. No, Buck, that's not what's happening. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's not cool. It's kind of weird, actually. Like, how would you even brush your teeth if your toothbrush just turned invisible? Buck, would you just shut up first? I wouldn't even be able to put the toothpaste on right if it was invisible. Gosh. Buck, just stop talking and listen to me for a minute. Holy shit. Okay. So we've had some stuff disappear from the store lately. It didn't become invisible. Somebody's been taking it. So what I want you to do... Buck! What? What the fuck are you doing? Talking to you. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I know. Because I was just talking to you, and I said the words talking to you while I was talking to you. I'm not talking about that. I mean before that. Before that, I was talking to you. 
in between talking to me and talking to me. Oh, I was humming. Why? Because I wasn't talking. Like, duh, Harmon. Okay, just don't do that, Buck. Don't talk? Don't hum. Why not? Because I need to tell you something. Oh, okay. I'm listening. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck! Mm-hmm. What the ever-loving fuck? Stop humming. No noise. It's my turn to make noise right now. I'm talking. <sighs> I know, and now it's my turn, so I'm talking. That's how talking works, Harmon. Stop the fucking humming! Oh, right. Uh, <clears throat> I forgot. My bad. I'm getting a headache. Oh, that's too bad. Want me to rub your head for you? No. Buck, just look, Buck. I'm going to say this real fast before you get a hundred words in edgewise. Somebody's stealing stuff from the store, and I need your help to find out who it is. There. I can't believe I just said that. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh, what do you want me to do? Okay. I need for you to patrol the aisles and watch everybody who comes in the store. If you see anyone suspicious, make sure they don't walk out of here with anything they didn't pay for. And let me know, okay? You bet. I could do that, Harmon. I could do that real good. Uh, Okay, good. Now, one more thing. You can't let the customers know you're watching them. You gotta be an undercover operator. Nobody's supposed to know what you're really up to. Because if they do, you won't be able to catch the bad guys. You know, in the old black and white movies, they call the guy who does that the house dick. He's like a detective. Whoa, this is so cool, Harmon. I've never been a dick before. Thank you. When do I start? You doing anything right now? No. Why? What do you mean, why? You know what? Never mind. Hey, looks like Sammy Frodiddler's stopping in. Time to get to work, Buck. You got it, Harmon. Hey, Harmon. And how are you wayfaring on this gloriously blessed morning that the Lord hath made? Hey, Sammy, you know it's just above freezing and raining outside, don't you? I do indeed, Harmon, I do indeed. And while it may make a walk outdoors bone-chillingly cold and highly unpleasant, it is nevertheless a glorious reminder that the Lord bestows his never-ending love upon us even though most of us are miserable, unworthy sinners whose ultimate fate is that they be cast into the fiery pits of hell to suffer the eternal tortures of the damned. You're a real ray of sunshine, Sammy. Why, thank you, Harmon. I'm surprised to see you here at the front counter. Where's Virgil this morning? Oh, he just ran down to the bank. I'm expecting him back any minute now. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we've got a leaky toilet in the Flames of Fire and Grace Rite Primitive Baptist Rectory, and the Reverend Pucker sent me over here to get a couple of things. He wrote them down for me. Hang on a minute. He needs... The thing in the tank that flops up and down to let the water out. Oh, the flapper, right. The flopper? The flapper. It flaps up and down to let the water out. It doesn't flop? No, it flaps. I thought it flopped. And then there's also, he needs the handle at the bottom that turns the water on and off. You mean the stopcock? The what? The stopcock. Oh, my, that, that just, well, that can't be right. Sure it is. The stopcock. Please don't say that word again. What, stopcock? Yes, just don't. What's wrong with stopcock? You know. Boy, you right primitive Baptist got to tiptoe through a lot of minefields, don't you? So the flappers and the stopcocks. 
Look, just go back to the hardware section, and you'll find the flappers and the stopcocks next to the male and female couplings. If you pass the nuts and screws, you've gone too far. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Good thing I didn't mention the brass nipples. He'd probably shit himself. <sighs> Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been round for a long, long year. So many men. Fiddle and taste. Oh, no, you don't! Ah, son of a bitch! What the fuck? I got one, Harmon. Come see! I'm back, Harmon. Fuck, what the hell did you... Oh, my God. Get off of him. Get off of him. Harmon? What the hell's going on back there? Get, get off. Bad, Buck. Bad. Aloysius, stop that barking. Harmon! I'm gonna kill you! Not now, Psycho Bob. Friday better for you? Yes! Buck, you need to fucking move. See you Friday! You shall taste my knife! Oh my god, is that Sammy Frodiddler? What happened to him? Buck, Buck's what happened to him. Is he breathing? Oh, oh, I learned what to do when somebody isn't breathing. You gotta pound their chest like this! Buck, stop! You're gonna break his ribs pounding on him like that. No, Buck, no! Bad, bad, really fucking bad. Ow! It looks like you got his attention with that one, Harmon. Yeah, should have done that first instead of whapping him with this old playboy. Buck, sit. Okay. You too, Aloysius. Ow. Okay, he's breathing. Don't either of you idiots touch him. Sammy, you okay? Oh, hello. Is this heaven? Wow. God sure got some ugly angels up here. Okay, that's not right. We get Harmon, go call 911. Your musical and dutiful liver. Oh, look. Miss July's best assets are all wrinkly now. Buck, why are you wearing that stupid plastic cape? It's not a cape. It's a tarpaulin. A tarp? You're wearing a tarp? Yeah. There's a bunch of them back by the paint cans. You want one? I'll get one for you. Buck, why are you wearing one of my tarps tied around your shoulders? Oh, it's my cover. Harmon said that I had to go undercover to be a dick. Well, you've certainly accomplished the second part. Thank you for calling 911. What do you want? Uh, I got an emergency. I'm so not surprised. Excuse me? Everybody who dials this damn number thinks they got a flipping emergency. Well, yeah, that's what 911 is there for, isn't it? Emergencies? Well, that's what it's supposed to be for. Some people, though, are just naturally stupid. I wouldn't trust them to pour water out of a boot if the instructions were written on the heel. Look, I hate to interrupt, but You wouldn't believe the shit people call me about. I'm sure, but... They want to know the time, or their neighbor's playing their music too loud, or their boyfriend is lying on the floor in a pool of blood because they just shot him. Whatever. The sun never sets on the stupid around here. Okay, I got a real emergency. You want to stop talking long enough for me to tell you about it? Given what I've heard from you so far, color me doubtful about the nature of your so-called emergency. You know, your bedside manner really sucks. Like I need your opinion, Beverly. Oh, shit. 
This is Doral, isn't it? Give the man a kippy doll. <sighs> shit, shit, shit. Harmon, how long till the ambulance gets here? Well, I'm having a little problem with that. Oh, for crying out loud. All I needed you to do was call 911. Who are you talking to? Fucking Doral. I heard that. Oh, shit. Why are you talking to her? Because she's the 911 operator now. Oh, holy hell. Give me the phone. And you go back to the office and get the pillow off my chair to put under Sammy's head. I sent Buck for it, and he came back with Aloysius's dog bed instead. On it. Hello, Doral. Hiya, Bergie. I'm not fooling around with you today, Doral. I need an ambulance. I've been saying that ever since we first met, Bergie. I'm glad you finally decided to get treatment for those anger management issues of yours. I'll call Happy Acre Sanitarium and have them send a wagon your way. I'm not going to let you get under my skin today, Doral. Oh, now, where's the fun in that, Bergie? My name is Virgil. Virgil Slatter Doral. Oh, good. You know your name. That'll impress the staff at Happy Acres. I'm going to repeat what I just said. I need an ambulance, Doral. I'll be the judge of that. No, Doral. This is an emergency, and I need you to... Well, what do you expect me to do about it? I expect you to send an ambulance. I can't do that, Virgie. The ambulance is down in Ditchwater right now. They're using it for a float in the Muskrat Festival Parade. Oh, for crying out loud. Hey, Virgil, I don't think we need the ambulance anymore. Sammy's up and says he feels fine, just got a little headache. Oh, uh, well, okay, well, that's good, because the ambulance isn't available. Oh, I also figured out what happened to the scrappy time. There's six empty cans of Scrapple Whip back in the office. Apparently, Aloysius stole them and hid the evidence under his bed. I found them when I put the dog bed back. What the hell? How'd he get the cans open? Can opener. It was under there with the cans. Damn. Sounds like he inherited his daddy's brains. Here, take the phone talk to Doral. Why do I gotta talk to her? We don't need the ambulance anymore. It's your punishment to make up for whatever happened here today. Have fun. Um, hello? Hiya, Beverly. How's it hanging? Oh, speaking of which, remember that time I had to call you when I was working at the public health department? You haven't contracted any more STDs since then, have you? Oh, sweet Jesus. I gotta tell you, your file made for some mighty interesting reading material. The girls in my unit used to pull it out and read it out loud any time we needed a good laugh. Good times, right, Beverly? Uh, Virgil said the ambulance isn't available. How about the fire department? Oh, haven't had any fire calls today. Oh, good. I'd like to report a kitty stuck in a tree in front of the store here. You sure got a bunch of dumb cats around here. All right, I'll get the hook and ladder over there. You have a peachy keen day, Beverly. Yeah, same to you, Doral. Oh, Buck! I'm Chris Polo, producer of Mucky Landing. We reached a couple of milestones recently here at Mucky Landing, so stay tuned for details about our special anniversary contest right after I tell you about the wonderful people who helped this episode get made. This episode of Mucky Landing, The Shoplifting, featured Mike Polo as Virgil Slatter, Bruce Leister as Harmon Truesdale, Will McVeigh as Luke Yoder, Claude Warnick as Uncle Yoder, Jeff Bellin as Buck Firkin, Andrew Hertzberg as Sammy Frodiddler, Dave Crown as Psycho Bob, and Patty Gatto as Doral Bernstein. Sound design is by Mike Polo, and our theme song is written and performed by the overwhelmingly infragable Jim Rezac. For more of Jim's music, check out jimrezacmusic.com. 
So, it's hard to believe that one year ago this month, we launched the very first episode of Monkey Landing, Virgil Gets a Dog. We thought it would be smooth sailing once we reached that first milestone, but the coronavirus had other plans. We managed to carry on, and here we are today, celebrating our one-year anniversary. At this point, episodes of Monkey Landing have been downloaded by listeners in 25 countries, and in the last few months, our new episodes have charted among the top 100 comedy fiction podcasts in the U.S., the U.K., and Australia. We could not be more surprised and grateful. You guys listening right now got us to this point. So we're going to hand out a little bit of merchandise from the Mucky Landing Market, Diner, and Hardware Emporium to thank you. All you need to do is go to muckylanding.com by May 31st, 2021, and fill out the entry form. We'll hold a random drawing in June to select the winner of our Mucky Landing swag bag filled with over 50 bucks worth of cool stuff, including a Mucky Landing coffee mug, a t-shirt, a hat, a Federal Cussing Commission swear jar, just like the one Virgil and Harmon keep on the front counter at the store, and an autographed copy of our script for Virgil Gets a Dog. And don't worry, if you win, we promise not to tell Psycho Bob where you live. Again, our website is muckylanding.com. While you're there, you can listen to back episodes, check out photos of some of our recording sessions, and maybe even drop a buck or two in Harmon's buymeacoffee.com tip jar. Thank you so much for listening to us over the last year, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. I went down.
Yeah.